Welcome to the Cerebral Overload Podcast, featuring my friends and your hosts, Ben. I will shit on the CEO's desk if he shuts my Google off. Andrew. Eating your bug like Kobayashi. And time. Ditch the bitch and make the switch. Social media tested, God approved, and prepared for your listening pleasure. Warning. Parental advisory suggestion. Hey, we are back again for another episode of the Cerebral Overload Podcast. Uh, today, it is Ty and... Andrew? Yay! And no bad. Sorry, they questioned, uh, put a question mark on the teleprompter again. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, once again, we are not joined by our co-host slash co-owner slash co-dickhead, Ben. <laughs> He, he says he has important things to do, like work and dispatch emergency calls. Er, Jonathan Yana is probably listening to him on the scanner. Ooh, Yuckies. Gross. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that is disgusting. But you know what's not disgusting? Our faces? That and our sponsor for tonight's episode, Abuelita Hot Chocolate, sold at your local Walmart. Just a side note, everybody, this, we don't actually have sponsors. <laughs> it's just Ty telling you what he's drinking. Because in that Holy case, shit, our sponsor is also Coke Zero, and Ty, will you stop burning your goddamn mouth? Woo! That was <laughs> hot as fuck. Hot chocolate. <laughs> hot chocolate as fuck? Does that make flavor. it chocolater? Chocolatier? as fuck. It's really good because it's a Mexican hot chocolate. That's why it's Abuelita, which I believe... Is it a little spicy? Uh, a little bit. Abuelita in Spanish actually means a whale's vagina. No, it doesn't. Loosely translated. That, mm, <laughs> no. Also, it worries me that you'd be drinking it then. Because you don't like vaginas. Mm-mm, not at all. And I'm also joined here by Zerg. Uh, he has his snoofer trying to figure out what I'm drinking. Great. All yeah. we're going to hear is him being a jackass. Well, Davis will be here you, shortly. Sir. And then he'll be able to take care of Mr. Zerg here. Hi, Bubba's. Okay, get back. Ah, well. You ever want to know something that doesn't know its size, just go and meet Zerg. <laughs> great thing <laughs> He's not cautious about how big he is. Yep. Exactly. I think they all do that, though. They do. They think they're smaller than they are, but that's fine. He's adorable and loves everybody way too much. It's the end of 2017, and we are going to be wrapping up the year with a... Andrew and Ty's uh, top list of shit. Shit that we like. Kind of, I guess. Sort yeah. of. Who cares? Fuck Whatever. <laughs> yeah, we just picked some things that we really enjoyed throughout the year, and we're going to discuss them for you guys to listen to. And some of the stuff might even surprise you. Oh my god. <gasps> Hot! <laughs> we're just going to hear that all night. <laughs> ah, I can't taste anything. That's okay. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. The other fun fact is tonight's episode will be the last episode that we will be doing for season one of our podcast. Season one only took seven years to complete. It's okay. <laughs> We're done. Uh, season two will be beginning. What are we, Sherlock Holmes? Next year, because I figured out how to do it with our podcasting software to set it up for seasons now. It, what, I'm trying to think of some of the shows. I'm trying to find think of a show that. Took years to complete their seasons. Oh my god! But anyone I'm thinking of wasn't a masterpiece, so I don't want to really equate us to a piece of shit show because we're, we're moderately entertaining at best. Sherlock. 
But uh, see, Sherlock was always like, it would be a lot of time between seasons, but it would only be like three episodes a season, so we're way past that. But they were long episodes. True, they were like mini-movies. Exactly. So. And they were amazing. We're pretty comparable to Sherlock. One of us is gay, the other one's Canadian. I'm not even going to argue. <laughs> That's <'cause> it's true. <laughs> what a great 2017. Can we just talk about that? It's been a really good year for me. It's it's good year for you. Yeah. I bought a house. I'm just kidding. Just I, uh, my year's been pretty awesome. Mainly, I'm still alive. Yeah. Still alive. Dayton Davis. You came down to visit with Adler. Tore the speaker wire off one of my speakers, which prompted yep. Davis to get us a wireless set. So that's good. Nice. You're welcome. You're welcome. Appreciate it. That set's now in the office, so when you guys come down, you'll have surround sound in here. Good, I'll turn it up loud enough to uh, drown out the noises we don't make. Because <laughs> we have respect and we don't do those things in someone else's house. Yeah. Ty. Mormons. <laughs> I didn't have sex in your house. I know. <laughs> or did I? Did I? No, you didn't. The oh. cameras didn't catch anything. Oh, good. <laughs> Glad I signed the release for nothing. <laughs> well, I said the camera in the office didn't catch anything. Oh, but in our bedroom. <laughs> Oh god, we're already so far off topic. <laughs> I don't I don't think there's a possibility to be off topic if we don't start on topic. See how this works? You're right, and we technically don't have topics because it's just us talking about what we liked throughout the year. It's just a compilation. A compilation of twenty seventeen. Ew. Well that's yucky. Uh we can just jump right in and start with one of your tops if you want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so I think I'll just start with pissing people off at first. So I'm going to go with my my five top phones that I not necessarily have used, but have just seen throughout the year, and I think they've done either a good job or, you know, deserve some recognition. But first I'm going to turn on my goddamn space heater because it's cooking my legs. <laughs> oh, and also I have to readjust. I have to adjust my brand new chair. Oh, oh. yeah, this thing's a... Let's just let's talk about that for a second because holy shit, that is a beautiful chair. Oh yeah, my uh, so one of my presents from my lovely wife, who I for some reason keeps buying into my obsession with things. Um, she gave me money in a. I will. I'll send you a picture, Ty, because she made me a she made me a card with money in it oh. that looks like an office chair with pictures of office chairs on it, but it kind of also looks like a serial killer note, like they have someone for ransom. Oh yeah. Um. <laughs> So a little sprinkled with, uh, if you don't buy a chair, I'll murder you. Um, but, um, so I did some perusing on the interwebs and finally went on to Newegg, which is an amazing site. Newegg is fantastic. And I bought a, after reading different reviews, because I am a, a larger individual, okay, I'm a fat ass, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm over most of the restrictions of the chairs by, without spending like $700 for a chair. I'm over the restrictions, but usually like 10 pounds or so, and I don't want to risk it because I sometimes come in hot and sit down real hard on my chair, and I don't want to blow the gasket <laughs> to my floor. <laughs> so coming like a wrecking ball, I don't want to shoot that gasket anywhere, right? So I did some some searching, and I found a chair that was actually recommended by a couple other people um, that play video games that are also voluptuous people like myself. Voluptuous. Uh, and they recommended it's oh, called the yeah. Gam Gamdias? I don't know. It's G A M D I A S. 
um, gaming chair, Achilles M1 RGB in black <laughs> and red. And yes, it does have RGB lighting on the back of the chair, but in I'm going to say this in my re- review, it's a great thought, but fuck having that cord going either across your floor or trying to find a power pack that doesn't time out on you. Yeah. Because most power packs, if you're not actually actively charging something, will turn off after a few seconds. That is true. So, and also, the lights are behind me. I don't give a shit if people behind me like my chair or not. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Like, that... It's cool to turn on sometimes. Like, I don't know, if you're ever at a LAN party or something, turn it on and make people feel jealous. I don't know. Yeah. And the lights aren't super-duper bright, but it's still, it's a, it's a cool little extra feature. And for some reason, people are obsessed with RGB stuff. So, with that being said, this um, chair, it's can support up to 440 pounds. So that's well over how much I weigh. Hmm. I know, because I just double... I just weighed myself on the wife's new scale I got her. Um, side note, hmm. that is a very thin line for someone to walk on whether or not to buy your wife a scale. Yeah. Most women, I would say no, but Ty, you know Tiffany. I do. <laughs> and That is a compliment. I got her a the Fitbit Aria scale, and she loves it. Oh, my God, She's yeah. She's not happy with it because it shows her body fat percentage and all that, but she still likes it. Um, but anyways, back to the chair. It's like a racing seat. Hmm. Uh, black and red, has lumbar pillow, a head pillow, adjustable in like 17 different bazillion ways. Um, but the one thing that I find is fun is it reclines all the way back so I can pretty much lay down. So yeah, it's regularly $459 Canadian, and it got dropped down to 289 and then on top of that I have a $45 rebate that I had Still have to fucking fill out. Um, <laughs> that's going to bring it down to $244 for this chair. So, and I was pretty excited because I got it like three days after I shipped. I ordered it. Yeah, it's fun. It's comfortable. It's going to take some getting used to, though, because it's got these like things that, things that stick up on the side, like where your ass is, mm-hmm. to give it like the racing seat feel. And it, if you're sitting the wrong way, it digs into your leg. Or if you sit on it, it goes right into your leg and it gives you a Charlie horse. Oh, yeah. So I enter the chair slowly. <laughs> Can't come in hot on that one. Now. Awesome. You know, awesome. Overall, it's going to take some time to get used to, but it's a pretty sweet chair. I'm so glad we got to talk about that. Just have to remember to lock the back, because if not, I fire backwards. Yeah, that'd be terrible. That's only, ha- that's only happened three times. <laughs> Each time it's met with a, what the fuck? <laughs> All right, so... Uh, I guess moving on to your top five phones. Yes. All right. So um, I'm going to start out at the end. I don't really want to call it entry level, but they're not very well known. Um, I'm going to go with the OnePlus 5. I guess now I'm kind of foreshadowed by the OnePlus 5T because there's added extras. Um, But it's a good priced um, phone for... It's a good budget phone. It's got good specs, and it generally comes in around like... 500 bucks hmm. Canadian. Um, so that would be like, what, like $30 American or something? Wow. <laughs> A little more south there, Mexico. <laughs> uh, the only, like, pretty much the only thing that I would have thought this phone would have would be the micro SD slot, which it doesn't, but a lot of phones don't have that anymore. Yeah. Which kind of sucks. But no, it's, uh, I'm looking at it. Yeah, it's around 480 American. I'm just okay. reading, looking up the times here, but no, that's a that's a fun phone because it's pure Google and not a lot of filler bullshit. Hmm. Well, it's not pure Google; it's got their OS on it, but it's not 
a pain in the ass like, you know, Samsung. Speaking of which, um, <laughs> my I'm not going to stick on it too much, so the OnePlus 5. <laughs> I'm going to move. Speaking of phones, I'm going to go over to the Galaxy Note 8. I feel that deserves some recognition because Samsung's had some bad, some really explosive press in the past. Uh, eh, eh, yeah, get it? Yeah, I got it. Are these in any specific order? Are you doing like one through five, or just? I'm just, I'm just going through the ones that I like. I'm not listing them (laughs) because they're kind of in their own separate little, separate little thing. Yeah, like the one plus, the one plus was kind of like the quote unquote budget slash unknown phone producer. I never. Well, okay, then there's then there's the essential phone, but fuck that phone. Um, the Galaxy Note 8, I would say, is the, my opinion, the best flagship that's come out. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, well, their S Pen technology is pretty sweet, and I've tried it. The S Pen doesn't work on any other phone, so it has to be on a Samsung. Um, it's got just great screen, good, uh, I would say, like, good lack of bezels, but pretty much everybody's doing that nowadays. Yeah. Um, really, I think my only, my only issue with the Note 8 was the speaker. Really? <clears throat> I it I think it's because I'm a front facing speaker guy that it really kinda was like, eh, I don't want to cut my phone, so <laughs> bye. <laughs> yeah. But it, it does it does pack like six gigs of RAM, which is pretty awesome, especially that's for more than my computer. That's sad. I know. I know. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. Let's take a moment of silence for Ty's. <laughs> Who's playing taps? <laughs> uh, so, the Note 8. Uh, good phone. Just hope it doesn't blow up in their face. Right. Um, then I'm moving on to my under... One of my phones I was kind of surprised was better than it was because it's by LG. And, you know, they haven't exactly had the best track record. They have not. The G3 was good. I had it. Lasted a decent amount of time. The G4 was garbage. (laughs) The G5 was garbage. (laughs) Um, And now the G6, which I assumed was just going to continue the trend of being garbage. Um, But I was pleasantly surprised that it was not as garbage. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Had The screen was awesome. It's... Still, it has water resistant, which at the time was like few and far between. Now, towards the end of 2017, a lot of phones have it now. Um, the only issue I noticed was the it's a chipset they used in it. They had, used in the Snapdragon that they used in it was old, hmm. and it confused me. But it didn't seem to bog down the phone. I played with one for a couple of days as a loner phone when my Nexus was out getting fixed. Um, <laughs> and it was, it held up to the use and abuse of emails, hangouts, Skype, Spotify, maps, like all the garbage that I threw at it. Um, but the camera, oh, the camera was also kind of a letdown for me because, you know, I got to take pictures of everything that's not needed to be taken pictures of. Of course. Um, <clears throat> And uh, I'm going to kind of keep on the track of LG for one of the LG phones that actually surprised me more so than the G6. Um, It's the V30, which 
actually came out with it has the OLED display on it, which is beautiful. I wish more phones would do that. Um, but it's got uh, just it's mainly also honestly just mainly the screen. The the camera's good. Everything else is good. Battery life's decent. Um, the low light pictures are kind of garbage. Um, but honestly, that screen, like watching stuff on Netflix, YouTube, um, anything like that, like especially when I went on YouTube to watch our video reviews, it was the color contrast was great. Like you could really see like the the blacks really stood out, and the greens in Ben's wall really stood out. He really needs a fucking backdrop. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he does. <laughs> uh, but no, it's uh, oh no, it's a it's a good one. And then there's one one last phone that I have to uh, I have to talk about today. And Ty, it's going to be the ah, uh, just kidding, it's not going to be the Apple. <laughs> um, it is the Google Pixel 2 XL. And the reason why I got to talk about it is because it's my new phone. Yeah. Yeah, my Nexus decided it was going to shit the bed. Kept freezing, restarting, freezing, restarting, sent it away three times to get repaired, nothing happened. Huawei pretty much ignored me till my fucking warranty was up. <sighs> fucking assholes. So um, I called my provider and was like, I'm going to cancel and just pay off the phone because I don't have a working one and get this phone from someone else. And they're just like, nah, we'll give it to you for free. Okay. <laughs> so... And they wiped the balance of my previous phone. So, can't really complain. All in all, thus far, I'm pretty happy with it. Um, I like that in the newest OS update, because a lot of people were complaining about the screen. Mm-hmm. I like that in the new update, they gave uh, the options to boost the color contrast. Ooh. And it's fun to also put it into saturated mode, because <laughs> it makes things look real ridiculous. Um, also, Ty, I think you would find this fun. They have a thing in it called AR stickers. So I can... It essentially scans the room you're in for depth of field. And you can put place stickers. Oh. Um, so, like, this morning I posted on uh, my personal Instagram a picture of an ATM6 from Star Wars The Last Jedi. I saw that. I'm like, oh, because <clears throat> as my day job, I am... Uh, animal control officer so i was like oh looks like someone escaped the cage again and it was literally like obviously the size to where it was wasn't correct because an atm6 would crush my shelter but it was cool to see it like as i put it further away it would shrink down closer up would be bigger um it was cool because you can place things like if i was to if you were to be sitting there i could place a porg on your shoulder and it would stay there (laughs) i uh i'm embarrassed to say this i didn't know what aco stood for because my unit is Alpha Company, and we list ourselves as ACO, Animal Control Officer. I get it now. Yep. <laughs> wow. I feel so enlightened. <laughs> and now you know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe. G.I. Jose. Side note, if anybody here has not seen the G.I. Joe PSAs, on YouTube, y'all need to watch it. It's pork chop sandwiches. Oh man, <laughs> awesome, good list. I'm uh, I'm not surprised that the iPhone 8 or the iPhone X weren't on there because, and this is this is hard for me to say on a podcast since I was so anti Apple 
my entire life. I love my iPhone 7 Plus, but I personally think the 8 and the X or the 10, whatever the hell you want to call it, is stupid. Well, you know why they called it the 10, right? And they they, they didn't go to 9 because 7, 8, 9. <laughs> I don't think Apple was smart enough to get that joke. No. Mm-mm, not at all. But it was a good one. Um, but yeah, I agree. The iPhone 8 and the iPhone X, garbage. Don't need to be on there. Like, honestly, the sad thing is, is I've actually had people that have the 7, and they're like, oh, I'm going to go get the Nevermind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Well, iPhone's just beating a dead horse. I have a couple Speaking lists Speaking of beating well. dead horse, yeah, what do you got for us, Ty? ha <laughs> ha. I'm going to go with, what you do, phones? I'm going to go with my top apps. I have three top applications. For and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say whether or not I have them. Okay, okay. Uh, the first app is called the Nextdoor app. Nope. Okay, awesome. So, because a lot of our listeners are probably adults, uh, the Nextdoor app is an application that's like a social network, but just for your neighborhood. So it allows you to basically post like Facebook. You can do sales. You can do, hey, somebody broke into my car this week. Be on the lookout. Uh, looking for a dog sitter. Does anybody know what day trash pickup is? And it connects you with people in your neighborhood. And you can literally invite people by clicking a button, and it pops up your neighborhood, and you just click their address, and it sends them a postcard to invite them to the app. <clears throat> It's fantastic, because I just recently moved into a new neighborhood this year, and it actually connected me with multiple people around me. I got to sell old crap that was here when I moved in, cleared all the stuff out, made a lot of friends, had a cookout, all because of an app. And they were like regular people in my neighborhood. Too bad they didn't fucking, you know, stop the guy from stealing your fucking bike. That's okay, though, because I got paid for that, and the bike got found. Yeah, that's just crazy how that was just found like right on the corner, man. One that, street. That still that still blows me away. Me too. Uh, second app for 2017, and these are apps that I use daily. That's why I chose them, and I really like them. I'm not a big Fox News fan. I'm okay with CNN, but when I'm looking for completely unbiased news that is going to report just the facts and not say President Trump fucked up again. It's called AP News. Associated Press is the most unbiased news uh, channel that I have found. The app's fantastic. Gives you updates on what's going on in the world. Mostly death. Right now everyone's talking about this cold snap that's really fucking up here in Canada, too. Oh, it's horrible down here. But that's another good app. Um, My favorite app out of all three of these is called the Mint app. What? Mint. M-I-N-T. So, uh, growing up, I didn't have a lot uh, of money. I didn't like to look at my bank account. I usually just waited until my card got declined. And then I'm like, well, shit, I'm out of money. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That wasn't that long ago. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Three weeks ago. <laughs> no, <laughs> that doesn't happen That's my anymore. last day. <laughs> um, so the Mint app. It actually, you put in all of your your credit cards, your loans, your student loans, your bank accounts, your utility bills, every account you have financially, you put in there. It tracks them, 
it sends you notifications when they're due. You can pay the bills from that app. You get your free credit score every month. It doesn't hurt your credit score either by checking it. You can get offers for different credit cards based on your spending, based on your credit, based on all the stuff you have. It uh, it separates what you're spending. Like every time you swipe your card for food, gas, movies, it separates it into categories. And you can actually create budgets. You can say, oh, shit, I spent $300 on gas this month. Usually it spends... 150 and it'll tell you like hey you went a little over your limit what's going on and it'll try to like teach you how to back it up a little bit the app's incredible it's it's awesome i mean i i track my money every day i have a lot of different accounts offshore onshore you don't have any offshore accounts shut up time <sighs> it's true but i do have accounts and i know how much i owe on everything and it updates you every day he literally just opened it up and it goes, oh, this bill is due in six weeks. This bill is due tomorrow. Like, do you want to pay it now? No, I don't. <laughs> Fuck bills. Nope. But it's a fantastic app to have. It's really, really good if you hate looking at your bank account because you're depressed. <laughs> and it's free. All these apps are free. I definitely recommend checking out Nextdoor and Mint. AP News? Sure, if you like the news. I just looked up um, this lovely what the fuck um, this lovely uh, neighbor next door next door thing. It's not available in my area yet, but I did sign up to be notified when it happens. Good. Um, as for the AP news, no, I'm good. <laughs> um, and uh, your mint there, I don't know. I feel uneasy about. Uh, Putting all that info into another app. Uh, Mint is owned and operated by Intuit, which is also QuickBooks or TurboTax, basically. So, all right. It's a legitimate company. It's not just like uh, a third party that's like, oh, we're going to make stuff. No, it, it's very, very secure. Actually, sometimes it'll actually make me re-log into my accounts just to make sure that it's still me. And it'll ask you, like, security questions that you set up just to make sure that you're logging in correctly. Oh, yeah, that's pretty awesome, then. Mm-hmm. And Huntington Bank, uh, you actually have to go on their website and enable it to work with the app. So, mm. a lot of security features as well. So, everything is protected, and it's just it's just awesome. Because we have, like, my bank up here tries to instill, like, a budgeting app, but it's very poorly done because... Of course, they're worrying about 17 million different things, right? Yeah. So to see a standalone app that hopefully will be able to do what needs to be done is pretty awesome. I think you will love it if you get it. Yeah, I even though I own a house and you know have a kid and all that, I still don't want to be an adult. It sucks. That's the worst part about the app is you put your mortgage in there and it's like, here's $74,000 in debt or whatever. <laughs> Like, huh. 74, I wish. I know. Fucking Canada house cost. God damn it. Ridiculous. But you have a beautiful house. It's huge. Well, Basically, not huge. It, you have like two houses. Well, yeah. And a pool and a hot tub and a two-car garage. But we won't, we won't go there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. My knee just cracked some kind of fierce. Oh, that hurt. Gross. All right. Okay. 
<laughs> so, I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. Off my list. What's your next list, Andrew? Mm, think I'm gonna go with Vigi Games. Perfect, because I have that list too, and ours are different. Given the fact that uh, that yours is three, I'm gonna go with three because two games really didn't matter. I'll, I'll do a, I'll do an honorable mention for one of them. Okay. Um, so one I was gonna mention is uh, fucking stay up armrest. Um, was uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, which is a PSN game exclusively, which will surprise some people on here. Well, like two of them, because I am an Xbox guy, Xbox and PC. I fucking hate Playstations. I can go suck a dick. But the visuals in this game are superb. Like, you can run through a field of grass, and it will actually, like, it separates the blades that you run through, depending on the type of grass. Like, if you're running through, like, a lot, like, lively green lush grass, it just bounces right back into place. If you're running through dead, like, cornfield grass, it actually will break and leave a path. Wow. So it's, and the, there's snow that, if you're running through the snow, and, like, do a barrel roll, it shows the roll through the snow. It's... Just the environment interaction is pretty dope. Yeah. Actual storyline, I have no idea because I just ran around in circles running through stuff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was like a demo thing that they had at uh, one of the local game stops. Oh, okay. So, Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus. Because mm-hmm. I loved all the Wolfenstein games growing up, and I played Wolfenstein 1, the, like the newest one, um, and absolutely loved it. And was also fucking had scared the shit out of myself a couple of times. Those goddamn fucking robot demon Nazi hounds. <laughs> Fuckers just came out of nowhere. Um, and then when this came out, I was a bit skeptical because I'm like, great, it's going to be the second one. They're just going to, you know, beat the dead horse. But no, it was, oh, obviously there was a lot of points where you're like, okay, this was already done, but it was still a great game. Yeah. Uh, and also, even though I'm German... Who doesn't like killing Nazis? Oh, like, I love I it. I don't think it ever gets you ever get sick of it. I did it two days um, ago. Sorry, all right, never mind. But you're you're not just fighting Nazis; you're fighting robotic Nazis. Oh, like how can this? And it, the graphics are amazing. Um, plus, it's just like it's so gory, and the fact that there's swearing in it, and it's just it's gory. I don't know. It just—it's awesome. It's fun to fun to play, fun to screw around in. Well, not really screw around because it's not open world, but mm-hmm. it's still a good game to play. Um, and this one actually—it's—I've just started playing it, but I don't know if anybody's heard me in the past episodes bitch about. Well, okay, I can't just say about just bitching because that always happens, but <laughs> about the Assassin's Creed series. After like the second one, I really lost traction with those games. Like they, the, they weren't, they were so flawed it angered me to no end. Mm-hmm. And then I played Black Flag. Black Flag was fun. And then Syndicate can go to hell. So it was like it kind of went, it went up. You're like, eh, 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 and then no, you just drop right off the fucking cliff again. But there was no <laughs> hay bale at the bottom. You just slammed into the ground. Um, <laughs> so for Christmas, uh, my lovely in-laws got me a gift card for GameStop. So I went in there and the Assassin's Creed, the two new games, Assassin's Creed and fucking call a dick World War Two, those were the two ones that were on sale for like thirty bucks. So I'm like, meh, Damn. I'm gonna get Assassin's Creed because fuck you, I'm not getting Call of Duty because I'm not a little fucking baby back bitch. Oh. So 
I'll probably end up playing it for like I'll probably borrow someone's copy to play the single player, but multiplayer can go suck the biggest dick in the world. Um, so I got it, and I'm loving Origins right now. It's it's all about uh, like Egyptian times, so it's even before like the Templars and the Assassin's Creed like group came about. It's kind of like the well, it's spoiler, it's the origins of it. Oh. Um, oh. <laughs> But it's it's fun because it's it's made by the same people that did Black Flag. Okay. So yes, of course, because the game just came out, there's going to be issues. Like I kind of I jumped off of a peak and slammed it into the ground because the hay bale wasn't there. But <laughs> it triggered me to tell me there was a hay bale there, and I jumped and there was no hay bale. Last time I trust AI, but you know. <laughs> but I like it because you can upgrade certain things. You can craft stuff in this one. Um, like you can get you can kill animals to get their leather, get their hides, uh, craft, upgrades your weapons with it, sell it. Like, there's a lot going on with it. The only thing I'd have to say is the village you start out in, Jesus Christ, there's constant patrols, so if you fuck someone's shit up and you don't hide their bodies, those patrols will just keep hammering you in the ass until you die. And then when you revive, they can't keep coming at you again. It's that'll. They've already said that that's going to be fixed, though. Okay. <clears throat> and uh, and have to say my favorite and most satisfying game is Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon, Ghost Recon Wildlands. That's a good one. Yeah, we played the shit out of that, too. Yeah. One thing I do have to say, what one thing that pulled me into this game out of any other game was when I was playing the demo, you come up a flight of stairs and you have to take out a lookout. The sound that my sniper bullet made hitting his skull uh. was the most satisfying sound ever. <laughs> I go just... Mm. And then he dropped like a bag of fucking potatoes. Mm. And I even had like the nice little vibration in my controller and I was just like, okay, this, this, when it comes out I'm getting it. And uh, I got it on sale at the on the Xbox store for like 40 bucks for the deluxe gold edition or something. Ooh. Yeah. So it's it's been a blasty blast. Interesting. Wow. And they just came out with uh, a free DLC that uh, lets you hunt the Predator. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Side note, he uh, he kills you almost every time. Damn. Yeah. He well, fucks your sh- that, uh, that really is similar to my list, but not the same. Which is... So what are yours? Well, I, I know what games. One of the games that are that's going to be on yours. <laughs> well, we're never going to agree on this game, but you know, it's okay. So I fucking hated Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, whatever the fuck it was. I thought that was the stupidest fucking game I've ever played. The bullshit Halo jumps and the robotic shit. Get the fuck out of here. <clears throat> That being said, Call of Duty World War II is a lot better. They they went back to the roots, which is World War II. Um, they really simplified it. The upgrades aren't like insanely beneficial for anybody. Nobody gets that one thing where it's like, oh my god, they're awesome. No, it's pretty level across the board. The only shit I hate, quick scoping, drop shotting, and the stupid jump they do. They don't have that 
running on the wall shit, but people will jump from around a corner and just and then take you out. It's not like all the time, but it's it's really annoying when dickheads do that shit. Uh, really, it's not it's not a bad game. I've been enjoying the shit out of it. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Um, the Winter Siege, which is what they're doing for Christmas time, is really cool. Double XP. They brought back Gun Game, which, uh, with Gun Game, the guns rotated. So, like, each gun game you played, it was a different set of guns. So it wasn't just the same exact ones over and over and over again. Didn't I also give you some stuff from my Twitch account for that? Yeah, you did. I gotta, I gotta see if I got that. I probably did. I don't remember. I'll look at it again tonight. Or tomorrow. It's kind of late tonight. But yeah. Um, yeah. Another game I've really enjoyed this year is uh, the sequel to Destiny, which is obviously Destiny 2. Uh, a lot of fun. All the weapons had different sounds now, different missions. Pretty straightforward. It's still Destiny, but Davis fucking loves it, so I have to mention it. Yeah. However, probably one of my favorite games, and this, again, is weird because I'm strictly Xbox, but we got the PlayStation VR set up and all that jazz. Oh, you have that back now? Yeah, we brought it back. It's, yeah, it's in the living room now. Uh, one of my favorite games this year was actually Resident Evil 7. I would uh, shit my playing that. It was terrifying. Especially on the VR, because they really designed the game for the VR. So there's points where the, the dad in the game will literally break through a wall and grab you and get right in your fucking face. Like, hey there, buddy! And it scared the shit out of me every fucking time. Uh, the game was good. Uh, kind of, you know, a lot of questions at the end. There's only, like, two routes you can take. If you take one, it's wrong. If you take the other one, it's kind of wrong, but it still works. <laughs> uh, the puzzles were kind of disappointing, and they were very rare in the game. The fight scenes were pretty good. Villains, it was the family and then the black sludge people, and that was it, which was kind of kind of sad, what? too. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't like... It wasn't like an Umbrella Corp, you know, zombie apocalypse type thing. It was... No, yeah. It was different. I'd give it like a 7 out of 10. Uh, mainly because the VR. That really made the game a fucking blast. I mean, just... It was awesome. And it was funny, and it was good parts, and then... If you decide to save the chick that helped you out throughout the game, she dies, and it's awful. Or you can save your girlfriend, and then you guys get out of there. So, I do think that the character is going to play a bigger role in the next one. Why would you Why would you save that bitch of a girlfriend of yours because she tried to kill you? Yeah, but if you don't, then Zoe dies, and her so? girlfriend attacks your helicopter and shit. L literally, okay, so literally, when I first started playing this game... I walked up to the front, and it's like, you can go through the door, or you can go through the forest. And I literally was like, fuck it, I'll find a new girlfriend, see you later. Right. Like, I wouldn't who in the right mind would be like, all right. Like, I even told my wife, I'm like, nah, I'd leave your ass. And she'd be like, nah, I don't blame you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. Yeah. 
So, I mean, it was a great game. It was very short. Only took about, like, ten hours, really, to beat it. Uh, which was sad. But it was fun. It was a lot of fun. It was definitely a one-and-done game, though. Which is fun. What if they ever bring out any DLC? Well, I guess they really can't bring out DLC from that. They have a couple they're coming out with, they're working on. I think it's just going to be, like, an expansion of the game. So, like, you're going to go forward from the helicopter trip and then see where it takes you. Because right at the end, his phone rang. And also, oh. there was the, the Umbrella Corp symbol was on there, but Umbrella was supposed to be destroyed in 2004, and this is way in the future, and... Umbrella has never been de- is never destroyed. Right. We are everywhere. We represent. I mean, sorry. Wait. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> just gonna sit my Coke Zero here. Yeah. So I'm excited to see what happens with that. I think there's gonna be some more to it. I think they're going in the right direction with it. And I think you have one more, don't you? I do. I have movies. Mm. And I have TV shows. So this is awesome. Film. So mine is actually going... <laughs> Shut up, Mickey. <laughs> Kermit the Frog here, and I've got uh, five movies plus a bonus. Oh, boy. Man, you wild. Um, so... Just going to go drive yes. me in my Lexus. It's all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Look at me roll this booger. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> That's what he's rolling in the in the commercials. He just, oh. you know, they he did it, and they just didn't cut it, you know? Go ahead and roll this And then it became his thing. Just... All right, all right, all right. Got a big old um, on my fingers. <laughs> Oh, shit. I, I'm amazed that we even have any subscribers. But, uh, yeah, so I'm going to do movies. And, of course, this is going to be no surprise to anybody because most of them are comic book movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to start it off with going strong with Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Now, the whole movie I liked. The only thing I wished, if anybody had seen this movie and seen read any of the comic books, you would probably agree that her aunt in the movie should have been how Wonder Woman looked. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying, I'm not, before anybody starts fucking going on about me hating Gail, no, I don't. I think she's great. She's a great actress. She plays the role of Wonder Woman great, but Wonder Woman's supposed to be an Amazon princess. Now, if anybody has seen anything in history class that's supposedly supposed to represent the Amazonian women or in comic books and books, anything. They're usually fucking jacked. Not to the point where they're like snoo snoo or death, but (laughs) they're usually pretty jacked. Now, her mom, her aunt, every other tribe woman in the movie was pretty jacked or at least had some definition. And then you had Gail who was like, hey. (laughs) Now, to give her credit, yes, she does hit the role. She's tall. She's strong. And she, yet again, she's a good actress. She was hot. But she's... What the fuck? You're supposed to have at least some tone. Like, come on. She was still hot. Granted, I still wouldn't fight her because, well, she's ex-Israeli Special Forces and she'd probably fucking murder me with a paperclip. But... <laughs> Put that paperclip in my I, dick hole. Ty, that's not how it works. No. That's I'm, not what you do. We'll, we'll have this talk offline, and I'll have to explain to you the birds and the bees, not just the sausages, of having sword fights. Oh. Now, speaking of having sword fights, mm-hmm. we're to move on to Justice League. Oh. Yeah. I haven't seen Got it your yet. Head, so. so, funny story is I came home from watching 
Star Wars The Last Jedi, which, side note, is not on this list because <laughs> of fucking reasons. Deja vu. Uh, when I came home, I'm like, well, I gotta get, uh, I gotta watch something. I'm gonna see what Justice League's like. So, threw it up on the Android box and gave it a watch. And I was pleasantly surprised at it because everyone was saying, ooh, Justice League sucks, you know, the, they're, they're trying to cram too much story in and where, yes, I do feel that they're like, here's a little bit of origin. Boom, there's the character. Here's a little bit of origin. Boom, there's the character. But, all in, it was a good movie. Like, it was, obviously, a lot of things were foreseeable. Like, a lot of people called most of the things that happened before it even, movie even came out. But, so far, I would have to say as, uh, shit, what's his name? Jason Momoa, as Aquaman, he fucking killed it in this movie. And Ezra Miller as The Flash, Mm. he is the geeky, awkward person who needs to play needs to play the flash like he needs to be that awkward teenager and then you've got ben affleck as personally i'd have to say one of my favorite batmans thus far he's pretty good it's surprising actually because well that's the thing people are like well he's no christian bale he wasn't made to be christian bale Uh -uh. people need to understand that the Batman series runs through several different fucking variations and timelines and worlds and all that jazz. Ben Affleck is in this, instead of being like a young Justice League where they're all young and in their prime, you've got essentially Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill, Cavill, like like Superman and Batman, but they're old and shit. And they're (laughs) essentially like, I, well, especially... Ben Affleck's Batman, he's like, I just want to fucking make the world right. And Also, you got to say J.J. Simmons as Commissioner Gordon, which was awesome. Oh, ben Affleck. He needed, he needed a bigger role, though. Hmm. He wasn't in the movie long enough. But who knows when we see the extended edition come out. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but no, all in all, great movie. Um, the whole fucking creature things in it really freaked me out a bit though yeah, i haven't seen it yet that's why i said creature things i didn't use any names i didn't drop anything okay. and just seeing the trailer you would have known what like you would have seen the creature things I haven't seen it uh, bullshit <laughs> you probably just don't remember it because you forget everything what are we doing what's happening <laughs> where are my pants <laughs> i'm kidding wait right when you walk in the house those come off so. oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, all in all, I'm going to wait. I can't wait for the um, the uh, Blu-ray to come out. There we go. For some reason, I wanted to call it an HD DVD, but, uh, you know, I haven't fucking had one of those in years. Yeah, I'd like the cassette tape, please. <laughs> do you have it on 8-track? <laughs> we can't do movies in that way. Betamax. Betamax, that's right. <laughs> I'll take the um, film roll, please. They don't even do film rolls now. Now they come in fucking DVDs and Blu-rays and shit. Seen one delivered and it looked like it was delivering a fucking CD case from the nineteen like the nineteen nineties. Here you go, here's your movies. <laughs> I have one of those at home, also filled with movies. <laughs> but yeah, Justice League's good. So we're gonna move on to speaking of dark movies. We're moving on to Logan. Oh, have you seen Logan yet? I have, and I cried. Yeah, it was 
an intense and epic and amazing end to an era. It's Hugh Jackman was just fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like it was all in all a great movie. If anyone hasn't seen it, what the hell's the matter with you? Go see it now. I agree. Um, yeah, it's, it's crazy. One thing I hate though, is when I went to Google to bring it up so I can be reminded of things. Fucking that stupid fucking name. Logan Paul showed up and I fucking hate that. Ruins the name Logan. Ruined. <laughs> yeah, it was fantastic. What the one? I think what made it though was taking the risk and making it rated R. Like they took a page from Deadpool because mm-hmm. they noticed that R-rated movies make money and are so much better because a lot of comic book fans are our age. Yeah, like sure, there's younger ones that are like, oh yay, Wolverine. But we grew up watching the cartoon. We re- well, not really the comics, but like we grew up watching all the other excuses for X Men movies. Yeah. I would like to see a rated R Fantastic Four, where hopefully the Invisible Woman just uh, you know just makes the clothes disappear. Pretty sure that's a porno somewhere. I can guarantee that's a porno oh, somewhere. I've else. seen a few. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so no, Logan was uh, great and sad and great and sad and sad and great. Also, his custom uh, Chrysler 300 limo, that's pretty dope. That was awesome. Yeah, that was good shit. So we're going to go from rated R <laughs> to now rated PG. Uh, is that me? Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, you, no, you were so far from PG. Like, Give me a break. <laughs> Have you seen Homecoming yet? I did. I actually enjoyed it quite a bit. I had didn't think I was going to like the new Spider-Man because I was, I was way more of a fan of the last one and I'm blanking yeah. on his name. Andrew Garfield? God, he's so fucking hot. But yeah, so I was, I was a huge fan of the movies too. <laughs> this is the gayest episode ever. <laughs> um, I was a huge fan of those movies too. Um, but again, I like the fact that this is kind of going back to the whole Flash thing. I like the fact that they finally found they, for one, they didn't stuff an origin story down your fucking throat at the beginning. Right. Because, yeah, we get it. Your fucking uncle died. Come on, let's hurry this shit up. <laughs> it picks up right after, well, kind of before and after the uh, Civil yeah. War movie. Because it, it tied it in. It showed you what he was doing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that a lot, actually. So it was, yeah, it was um, it was really good. Uh, the acting in it was awesome, plus uh, to everyone else that's 30 years of age and older will agree, Marissa Tomein. Oh, hot. Fine, about time we got a fucking hot Aunt May. Oh my god, hot. Um, and Tom Holland did a great job as as Spider-Man, playing the awkward teenager that doesn't know what the fuck he's gonna do with all this power, and still somehow fucks it up, but brings it together in the end. And the fact that Tony Stark was in it. Yeah. Like, that was awesome. And I just, I love the altercation, like, just the battle with him in his suit. <laughs> <laughs> What's training wheels protocol? <laughs> <laughs> or when he's locked in the uh, the underground thing, and he's like, suit, how long have we been here? 30 minutes, and he thinks it's been, like, hours. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. The whole movie is fun and intense, and 
There's also another Batman in it. Dun, dun, dun. Hmm. Now I'm going to confuse people that are stupid because they're going to be like, wait, that's Marvel and Batman's DC. What? Yeah. They'll figure it out. Probably not. Okay. Yet again, they list, we got to remember, they listen to us, right? So that's right. That's right. They won't figure it out because if they do, we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> and Ty, I feel like this one you're going to also like. Okay. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Ugh. Andy Dwyer. What? No, Chris Pratt. <laughs> that's a wrong, wrong name, dude. That's char- that's his character. God. Awkward. <laughs> that's all right. He probably gets called that in bed. Peter Quill. <laughs> yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is fantastic as well. And really just sets the tone for the next movie that's coming up with everybody. Oh, my God. Infinity War. Jesus. <gasps> Have you watched the trailer for that yet? Yes. Oh, God. And then they fucking, they're sitting there and Thor's looking at the people and he's like, who the hell are you guys? And it's Guardians of the Galaxy! Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm so hyped. I was there. <laughs> yeah. I'm Mary Poppins, yo. So sad. Yeah, the movie was uh, hilarious. Sad. Also annoying at some parts. Like, I really wanted to punch Kurt Russell in the face. Yeah, he was... Yeah. He did good playing his role, but I feel they dragged that on for a wee bit too much. Mm-hmm. I agree but with But also, Karen Gillan as Nebula. Like, it's weird, because she's, she's the redhead that's in Jumanji. And Doctor Who. And Yes, and she's in Doctor Who. Oh. Um, but it threw me off seeing her... And when I first seen the first Guardians of the Galaxy, I'm like squinting. I'm like, I fucking know that I, face. I did the same thing. I was like, is that? Looked it up. Amelia Pond? <laughs> Again, no, it's Karen Gillan. <laughs> but um, what also kind of threw me off and made me like respect her more as an actress, she fucking went balls deep with this role. She actually shaved her head. Ew. She didn't use one of those caps. She went full Vin Diesel. I mean, yay! It's called it's called dedication, Ty. No, it's it was awesome, and I liked seeing also the uh, the fight between like with Sylvester Stallone being in there because the crew that Sylvester Stallone like okay, I don't really give a shit if I'm spoiling anything for anybody, but in the end when they all come together for the funeral, um, the group at the very end that also has Sylvester Stallone in it, they're actually the original. I wouldn't say Guardians of the Galaxy, but they're like a sub, like a road off from it about actually being thieves. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a pretty interesting, it was like an R-rated comic book series, so it'd be maybe cool to see them I like in it. it. But uh, you know what would be the coolest movie to see? Huh. A spinoff of Guardians of the Galaxy called Taserface. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <get> Taserface. <laughs> So fucking dumb. <laughs> I him okay, but Rocket making fun of him though. Oh, that was priceless. That fucking killed me. <laughs> oh shit! God, all your movies are gonna make my TV show sound dumb <laughs> now. <laughs> but the one thing I'm confused at is in the credits, they mention well, not just the credits, but also throughout the lure of this they mention 
uh, Simon Williams, which is a spinoff of he's an actual like superhero mm-hmm. called Wonder Man. I know. Don't get me started on this one. Um, <laughs> but supposedly he's supposed to be he was supposedly in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, but I didn't see him. And it's he's played by Nathan Fallon. Hmm. But I didn't see him. I don't remember that. They said they cut it out, but he's supposed to be in there. Huh. Interesting. Which, uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Whew. But, 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 there's one movie, I know I said I did five, but I'm doing a surprise <laughs> one because I can't leave this one out. And <laughs> this this movie captured my heart because in the first one it had my exact reaction that would be if someone did this to me. If someone broke, broke into mountain. my house. And no, that is our special time tie. <laughs> Someone broke into my house and killed my dog. Oh. I would do exactly the same thing that Mr. Jonathan Wick had done in the first movie and murder everybody. Well, he's back with John Wick Chapter 2. Probably one of my favorite up, movies of the year. Picks up right after. Right after the first one. We saw that in theaters. I downloaded it completely legally. I've watched that probably 15 times. It's just so fucking good. And then you got Ruby Rose's sexy ass. God. Oh my god. Damn. Ugh. And she's in the new Pitch Perfect too. Oh my fucking god. Well, see, first I started like I'm not even I don't like any of the Pitch Perfect movies, but then in the trailer I seen Anna Kendrick's ass in the camo leggings, and mm. I might want to watch it. Okay, back to John Wick because that one was fantastic. Sorry, I'm still thinking about Ruby and Ruby Anna Kendrick. I'm going to need a couple of seconds. All right, I'm done. Mm. Um, <laughs> but, uh, like, John Wick 2, just... I don't know. I just... I love also the fact of how the name John Wick just strikes fear into people. Mm-hmm. It just resonates that, that aura that it's fucking him. <sighs> the boogeyman. I just and I love the first one. Like, you took his car. Well, fucking give it back. <laughs> uh, anybody who doesn't like the John Wick movies, um, they just go to hell. Basically. Oh shit! And now I'm sucked into looking at pictures of Ruby Rose. God damn it! Well, I can move on to my TV shows while you sit over there and spank it. Just wait. Just wait. Oh. Just fucking wait i'm waiting i did not finish dick in hand lego batman movie oh i forgot about that might be i'm bad half luck lego <laughs> i made it a lego <laughs> um i just wanted to give that one an honorable mention because i've seen it it's hilarious and i think a live action movie made with um shit who voices lego batman Will Arnett, there we go. Oh, I think yeah. we need a Will Arnett <laughs> Batman live action movie. That would be because ridiculous. him, and, but it has to be his Batman. It can't be like serious. Uh-uh. It has to be him singing and humming while he's reheating lobster in his microwave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the one thing I do have, to, I think my only gripe with that movie was Zach Galifianakis shouldn't have been the Joker. Oh, I didn't like him voicing the Joker. I'm sorry. I don't care what anybody says. To me, Mark Hamill will always be the best voice for the Joker. He was fantastic in that as well. So. 
Is it? Is it my turn? Now it's your turn. Okay. So. Here we go. 2017 was packed with a ton of TV shows, new and old. Uh, but. Huh? I said like your butt. Ah. No, just young. So I, I picked three of my favorite shows, and I think that the seasons that I picked were the best seasons they've had so far. And I'm just going to do a quick run-through, because if you haven't seen them, then you're fucking stupid. Game of Thrones. Newest season. Holy fucking shit. When, and if I haven't said it already, spoiler alerts on everything we're fucking talking about today, you stupid fucks. When the fucking ice dragon came in and started melting the fucking wall. Oh my god. Oh my god. You don't watch Game of Thrones, do you? I fell off Game of Thrones like season two. Uh, fucking... I've heard this new season is pretty awesome, so I might just watch this whole season when it's done. But You have to catch up, though. You have to see everything else. Hey. It's... What? No. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. Game of Thrones, newest season, phenomenal. Sucks we got like two years till it comes back. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. Uh, Rick and Morty season three, a Szechuan sauce. I mean, <laughs> if you can sum up 2017 in two fucking words, it'd be Szechuan sauce. Oh, my God. McDonald's, when McDonald's brought, it brought it back. Yeah. Jesus. But they only gave like seven sauces to each McDonald's, so people were flipping the fuck out. But, now, supposedly they said that that shit's going to change, but... Yeah, they're supposed to come out with more, blah, blah, blah. Rick and Morty Season 3 really surprised me at how awesome they really did with this season. I mean, they came back guns blazing, ready to go, and they rocked it, and it was hysterical. Like, I can't wait for the next one. And that's a show that I stumbled on, not knowing exactly what it was, and just fell in love instantly. Yeah. Uh, so, this brings me to my next show. Now, this is this is a show that it really hits home for the 90s babies, the gays, the allies, all that shit, and then kids today that are still struggling with being gay, bi, queer, trans, cis, a, pan, pots, and stainless steel, whatever the hell these people are anymore. I'm a huge fan of this heater over here. <laughs> Will and Grace made the biggest comeback in TV history this year. Sorry, I just watched the Capri Sun video. <laughs> I was not expecting that. He threw a whole jug at him. Fucking read the face. <laughs> uh, but no, I do agree. I've actually... Um, the the actor that plays Will is... Uh, he's actually from Toronto, so he's from like an hour away from me. Nice. Um... So yeah, that show was huge for me growing up, and it's fucking hilarious. And they come back, so, they're political, they're hitting topics that are going on right now, like, and it's paving it, the way for kids that are are new to experience what I got to experience as a kid and shape me into the person that I am today, which is scary. But, I mean, it's the same humor, it's the same people... Most of them look like they haven't aged at all, especially Karen Walker or Anastasia Beaverhausen. <laughs> it's just, it's phenomenal. I mean, the jokes are just so on point. They're I so love direct. Karen. She's the best. She's just a also, wicked bitch. Also, when he tells Jack to sit on the couch, Ugh. 
and he goes into gay sleepover mode. <laughs> it's so good. Mm-hmm. If you guys haven't figured it out, I'm gay. <laughs> and Will and Grace, yeah. it was just, you know, in the 90s, it's it's difficult being gay and not knowing what the fuck's going on, what you're going to do with life. And, and that show really helped me figure out, like, what it was to be okay with it. And now kids today, like, they're able to see, like, holy shit, this is super fucking funny. And it's relevant, and it's hilarious, and it's gay. Well, the thing is, is also kids, like, kids that come out nowadays, yes. I'm not going to say that it's hard, that it's easy, but it's it's easier now than it was even ten years ago. Oh, man. It's crazy easier now. Like, I, growing up in high school, like, our quarterback, he came out as being gay. And that, you're going from, like, the most... One of the most masculine roles in a high school environment, being the quarterback of a football team. Yeah. And then telling everybody that, hey, you know what? Vag isn't for me. <laughs> I like dicks. Peace the fuck out. Yeah. He got a lot of fucking flack for that. But also a lot of people were like, yeah, he's kind of fucking badass, though, for just standing up and, like, telling the whole team. We had a lot of people quit our team, but, you know, there was people, well, like myself, that was like, who fucking cares if he likes Tacos or hot dogs. He's right. still a fucking human being. <sighs> I love it. But that But no, that that show is just hilarious and amazing. It is. It's it makes me laugh every time I watch it. Even the commercials make me giggle. They're good. I mean they're just they're so on point with everything. <laughs> <sighs> what a great recollection of twenty seventeen. Oh, sorry, my fucking knee still hurts. <laughs> I'm getting old. It's these old bones. That's all right. Just kidding. I'm only 31. <laughs> but granted, there was a lot that happened in 2017. But now we're getting the ball rolling and we're coming back hard at 2018. We are going hard to fuck. Fuck. Your ass. Shit up. Whoa. Oh, you're going a completely different. You went a completely different direction. <laughs> I went to the back. You went to the front. We were knocking at both doors. Eiffel Tower. Hey. <laughs> All right. Well, 2017 is a wrap. You've heard our favorite things from it. And moving into 2018, we will start season two with a new opening, a new show, same great cast, all new jokes. Well, a lot of them are going to be just, you know, redone. Yeah, we might change a word or two. It's going to be a repeat of everything we've done so far. Yeah. We're pre- pretty much, our 2018 is, we're going to pretty much pretend we're Daniel Tosh and Russell Peters and just, we're going to fucking Dane Cook the shit out of season uh, season two. It's just going to be the exact same as season one. We're literally going to write 2017 for the first three months and scribble out the seven and put an eight. No, you don't even scribble it out. What you do is you just... You loop or when you get oh, up to the top seven of the seven, to you realize you're yeah. fucked up, and then you loop it, and then loop around the other bit, so it just looks like you have a line instead of full circles. Yeah, yeah. you're fine. You're good. Yeah, we're good. We'll figure it out. It'll, it'll be fine. Yeah. It'll be fine. We got this. But 2017 is fucking over. So 2018, hey, hopefully you're better. And here's here's what I hope falls fall goes away in 2018. The term lit. Shit's lit, fam. Pretty much that. <laughs> I hope all Lil Uzi that. goes away. I hope, I hope all the little people, like Lil Uzi, Lil oh, Sheep, fuck. 
Little Bo Peep, all that shit just goes away. I can't stand it. Well, honestly, by by what I'm seeing on news is they're pretty much just taking care of, taking care of themselves. Yeah. Um, uh, I hope fentanyl can fuck right off. Oh, but I love fentanyl. Okay. Okay. I hope fentanyl induced heroin <laughs> goes away. But fentanyl, you need to stay. You're you're a sexy bitch. <laughs> Side note, we don't condone anything that Ty is saying. He's just kind of a loose cannon, and we're not actually in the same room, so I can't hit him for saying things. I got that when I was in the hospital for the heart surgery, and it was insane. <laughs> Pretty sure they didn't give you the same fentanyl. Oh, they did. Pretty sure they gave you... <laughs> it was awesome. It was <sighs> straight fentanyl in an IV. But that's besides the point. We're <laughs> heated up on the cotton ball and the spoon. <laughs> yeah. Well, 2017, you can kiss our ass. 2018, we're about to fuck your ass. Well, you are anyways. Yeah. You're married. Oh, well. Hey, both don't count. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we had an absolute blast. Make sure you go on to iTunes, give us five stars, give us a review. <laughs> They're starting to pop up. Share their shit. I don't know if you guys saw, you know, we posted stuff on Facebook. Share the hell out of this so we can announce it to our friends. We can get more people on here. The more you listen, the more we can do, and the better our show gets. Also, if you ever want to torture yourself, you can be, you can email us and ask us to be a guest. Yeah. I don't know if you hate yourself that much, but, uh, you know, we can make fun of you. Absolutely. Just head over to the website, cerebral-overload.com. Our emails are pretty much the same. It's our first name, at Cerebral-Overload.com. So, hit us Make up. Make sure you send all your emails to Ben. Yep. Hell, even sign him up for some spam emails. Why not? He's got tons. I give him porn sites all the time. Oh, my. I go for the erectile dysfunction sites. He needs that, though. Mm-hmm. Fucking Poor ben. little gaffer. All right. Well, before we start talking too much shit about Ben, we're going to wrap this up, say goodbye to Season 1, and hello, Season 2. This now concludes our broadcasting day.